Hello there today, my dears. Lesson 101. God's will for me is perfect happiness. So today we're going to continue with the same idea of happiness. Good idea. We need more of it. This is the key to understanding what salvation means because we think it means just the opposite. We have thought salvation meant suffering as penance or as punishment for our sins. Now, what is a sin? That says what I have done, the behavior of my physical body is so bad, or my words are so terrible that I have torn unity apart. I have changed my basic nature. I have completely upset all of creation and it can never be fixed. This isn't so. Not only is it not so, that's a pretty arrogant position to say that my hallucinated body has all that power, which is why it's addicted to guilt, because it makes it feel powerful. That's an aside we will explore later. But this is what we think as long as we think sin is real, that I've changed myself, I've ruined myself, and that creation can be guilty. So if that were true, if sin and guilt were true, then punishment would be just and wouldn't be escaped. And then we believe, and I'll tell you, you're looking around the world and you can see how much we believe this, salvation is suffering. If sin is real, happiness is an illusion because they're opposites to one another. The sinful warrant only death and pain because they've been so awful and because they've ruined God's creation. We're just sure it waits for us if we feel sinful and guilty. We're just sure that this punishment is going to seek us out and find us somewhere, sometime, in some form that evens the account we owe to God. Listen to that insanity, that somehow God, which is really love, is vengeful and out to get us for our crime, which of course never happened. Now, there's an error in this. It says they would not escape him. I think that's a mistake. It said they, we would escape him. We would try to run from him in our fear, and yet he's going to pursue, and no one can escape. See how dramatic we get here? It loves this. If sin is real, salvation must be pain. It's the cost of sin, and suffering can never be escaped. And salvation must be fearful for it's going to kill us, but it's going to do it slowly and it's going to take everything away before, as it says, it grants the welcome boon of death to victims who are little more than bones before salvation is appeased. I, I love the drama that gets thrown in here. Its wrath is boundless, merciless, but wholly just because we believe our crime has been so extreme. Well, who would seek that kind of salvation? If that's what salvation is, that kind of punishment, who wouldn't run the other direction and attempt in every way possible to drown out any voice that's going to lure me into the salvation side of things? Why would anybody listen? And why would anybody accept the offering? Because if sin and guilt are actual and real, then the offering is always death and meted out in cruel form to match the vicious wishes in which sin is born. Now, we certainly have had vicious wishes, but sin wasn't born, a mistake was made. Very different idea. 
So if sin and guilt and ruining things permanently and forever is what really happened, then salvation is our worst enemy. The curse of God upon you who have crucified his son. Now we're not talking about Jesus on the cross. We're talking about we have ruined oneness. Remember his son is all of creation. And that says, I have separated oneness into a whole bunch of little pieces. I've basically ruined it. So yes, I am so sinful and guilty. It says, boy, do you need these practice periods today? These exercises are going to teach us that sin is not real. And all the stuff you think that's going to happen from being sinful didn't happen, won't happen. And accepting atonement. Atonement really is recognizing we never left home, but sometimes that word means something else. So accept it with an open mind, with no lingering belief that you have made a devil out of creation. There's no sin. And we want to keep practicing this because it's the basis of today's idea. Today's idea being that God's will for us is perfect happiness, not all of this murder and mayhem. Because there is no sin, suffering is causeless, joy is just, and pain is only the sign that you have terribly misunderstood yourself, what you are, what has happened, your creator. There's plenty of misunderstanding on every topic here. So don't fear the will of God, but turn to it in confidence that happiness, which is what that will is, is going to set you free from all the consequences that sin has wrought in feverish, frightened imagination. So we're going to say in our five-minute practice periods, God's will for me is perfect happiness. There's not any sin. There's no consequence. There's no punishment. There's no sacrifice. And then try to find the joy, the relief. Oh my God, you mean I'm not going to have to go through some horrible punishment? No, stop punishing yourself now. It is not warranted. So give these moments. Allow this heavy load that we've laid upon ourselves to be lifted. This insane belief that sin is real. Today is the escape from madness, because this is the depth of madness to believe all that stuff. We are set on freedom's road, and now poetry again. Today's idea brings wings to speed us on. Hope to go still faster to the waiting goal of peace. There's no sin, period. End of story. Therefore, it's a totally true statement. God's will for me is perfect happiness. This is the truth because there is no such thing as sin. Have a wonderful day not punishing yourself. Goodbye for now.